bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics, I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics, like we're talking about reality event. Oh, the toxic hamster wheel of election politics, memo. <laughs> For the next year and a half, it's going to be nothing but fucking who can beat Trump, 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 yep. Trump's lawsuits, <laughs> yep. Mike shits. Piss Christie, Ron DeSantis, like all of the grossest dregs. Nikki Flaley. Yeah. Tim Scott. <laughs> Just do his name normal. Smim Schmott. Skim Scott. Skim Scott. Um, I, can't, I don't even know which more, how my, uh, more Republicans have. Even the grossest do, one of, and he's not even Republican. I don't even know what he is, but uh, the guy who heads Twitter or used to, he's now running for president. What? Jack? Whatever? Dorsey. Mm-hmm. Is he? Yeah, he just made an announcement he's going to run for president. What? Yeah. Is this real? I just read it. Oh, good. Fuck off I don't, with let's that see. troll <laughs> business. That is so dumb. That is so fake. That is so dumb. That is so fake. So dumb. It. So fake. So dumb. So fake. Yeah, and it is going to be all that. And all anyone can talk about is who's going to beat Trump. That's every news show. And, let, you know, this is why... It's why are we uh, it's it, toxic hamster it's wheel. A t- and it's just the pointless. It's pointless. It's pointless. Who's going to be Trump? Who's going to be Trump? No one's going to be Trump. Trump's going to be the nominee. The question is then, I guess, can Biden be Trump? But everyone's mad at Biden because he talks weird. <laughs> and no one likes Kamala Harris because apparently she does a terrible job because she's black. And it is a fucking living hell. Hell. Okay. It's a living hell. Like, I'm sorry, Joe Biden's not the best public speaker and he's not but he's done more good for this fucking country than i mean almost don't even get us started on kamala harris we will not be fucking trifled with with kiki that is our bitch we love her to the end yeah stop fucking talking your shit you're you're (sighs) discriminatory prejudicial bullshit yeah i don't care if it's racism i don't care if it's sexism whatever your ism is it's out there issue is that's what's ageism that's the reason you're talking mm-hmm. shit about jojo and kiki and that's the only and i don't care I trump's don't care. only two or three years older than joe biden the motherfucker's obese he's a fucking asshole fuck him he's not any more with it or not with it than joe biden they're both the same with it like i'm sorry trump's out there with his fat ass fucking doing golf <sighs> and joe biden's out there with his slim ass riding a bike they yeah. are the same rocking his aviators and his navy <laughs> perfectly cut bespoke suit yeah exactly so trump might be fat but he's he's still with it he's still able to whip up the troops hitler was fucking gross too and he got all the people together 
He got them all the way together. Yeah, he had halitosis and a flatulence problem. Yeah, it was and disgusting. He's he like vegan or something. He was vegan. He did like animals. <laughs> but, you know, he was disgusting. Trump is disgusting, but he is getting the people together. Yeah. They just love him. They do. And I don't want to sit and deal with this for the next year and a half. It reminds me of. So irritated. Of le- leading up to 2020 when it was all the Democrats. And that was exhausting too. Fucking dealing with Pete Buttigieg <laughs> and fucking. Oh, All yeah. of the people and, and, and Marianne Williamson. Oh, she's out here now? I'm sorry. <laughs> she's coming back around. I know, but the, but the, at that time leading up to 2020, because the Republican was in office, so you know Trump's the nominee for them, mm-hmm. we had to go through the whole like yes, primary law, yes. thing. Mm-hmm. And it lasted a year. Yep. That was when we did our JoJo <clears throat> Kiki prediction. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I just, it's one thing when it's Democrats. I just can't with these skanks. Oh, these Republican the Republican skanks. skanks are disgusting, a nightmare from hell. And it's horror. And we just and you know what? This is a toxic hamster wheel, too, because we say the same thing every goddamn week every because week. it never fucking changes because they week. don't ever change. And we, there's nothing new to say. So I don't know what to tell you, except that, you know, I, I, every and, and then every week we learn that there's even a new, deeper, grosser level such as the Dugars. Oh, God. But yet we always did kind of know it's we are we we ran out we've run out of insults we've run out of the thesaurus has been done gone through with the adjectives it's been for, done gone through for the thing people we hate for I the people know. we love we just it's all been said it's all and been it's said just so repetitive yep they're repetitive so yep. then we're repetitive yep. Yep. and also negative yep yeah well that's we right. did get some really nice cards about well, peewee that's nice. You know, from okay, good. from two of our original 14 listeners, one from um, sexy sperm donor Michael Delaney Sullivan <laughs> uh-huh. and one from sexy Nebraska girl Olivia Johannes. We love Olivia. Oh. So uh, Michael Delaney Sullivan says Brandy and Julie and fam, no photo or gift or anything that would be of value. My love to you, knowing how hard the loss is. This one's for Pee Wee. Hashtag Pee Wee 23. Hashtag Tina 23. I'll never forget his name. That's all I can afford at the moment and hope it's enough. And it is enough. More than enough. Say his name. Say his name. <laughs> Say his name. More than enough, uh, Michael. And also, you not getting offended when the child I never have is um, named Delaney. <laughs> that is such a good name it's so cute it's so cute it's i love it for a girl yeah for sure i absolutely love that yeah and then of course we have oh it says barbara's voice hello because <laughs> olivia knows what's up <laughs> i like it and i i nothing gives me more life than hey guys or you know what i mean yeah. the instruction of like what the voice should be now it's um, a, i want to say it's it's a thank you card oh it's, it does say thank you yeah so sweet um how to my faves, Brandy and Julie, I wanted to write in and thank you for the immense joy and laughter you both have brought to my life, whether it's talking about Trisha Paytas, religious cults, IBS, nibs, or the average bug nut. Y'all never fail to boost my spirit. Seriously. This vibrant community that you have formed is welcoming, hilarious, and most importantly, supportive. I need to make a special shout out to the Discord community and the regular family. Members who so are- So she must mean regular weed. I would assume. The regular weed family, which is here. The right. Discord is on Patreon. Also, the Patreon, oh, yeah. I'm assuming, is the vibrant community. They, they all come together and they, <laughs> they're all sort of our ecosystem. Members who are always there to chat, I hope you both understand the impact you've had on these 14 listeners. I couldn't think of anything to send because I am 
Definition, <laughs> bargain bin titties. Seriously, I've never felt more <laughs> seen by a song. So I just wanted to say thank you and ask you to keep bringing us the amazing Patreon content. And every episode is pure gold and an instant classic. Much love to you both, Olivia Johannes. <laughs> That's so nice. That is so nice. Now, do oh you remember, Mama, bargain bin titties? Do I? Yes. Okay. Of course. That's, that's your girl's trip song that's that we the made. Gr- yeah. yeah. I, I think about it every day now, thinking about sitting down to continue to compose. You know, yeah. I really do think about it every day, like putting the musical together. Because you want to get, yeah, our girl's trip. I want the girl's trip musical yeah. to get going. Uh, was it a musical or was it an, was it an album? It's an album, <laughs> yeah. but. You're imagining videos. Yeah, I go with of it. Yeah, it's all part of the process. Mm-hmm. I have to be. I have to see it. If I don't see it, I can't be it. You know what I mean? And then, Memo Anthony Zaponia okay. sent the sweetest little memorial for Peewee. Okay, mm. it's a stained glass mm. rainbow bridge with Peewee's name on it and a paw print. Oh, that is so cute! It's isn't it so beautiful? It's mm-hmm. like I feel like it's just like uplifting too. Yes, and it comes from this guy on on Etsy. Rainbow Arch Memorials. Hmm. Um, his name's Brett. Brett? And um, Brett. I wanted Anthony to know that Brett put a little card in and he said, you were gifted this beautiful memorial by a very thoughtful person. <laughs> Get 10% off your thoughtful gift um, order. Mm-hmm. with." A, and then he sent a coupon. But oh. I'm like, you know what, Brett? I did get this from a very thoughtful person. Yeah. And that thoughtful person is Anthony Zaponia. That and is you know so what? Nice. We can thank Anthony for our fucking life-size Nancy Pelosi who has bringing been bringing nothing but comforting energy to us i can't i've been waiting to tell you this so i the other day i talked to my entire family Mm -hmm. on zoom yes and i opened up the the computer so that it looked over there okay at johnny depp and nancy pelos now there's a shadow and my mother literally went whoa is that you and brandy <laughs> Which we always say it is. That's so great. Okay. And I was like, what? And she goes, what? It, what? And then I had to show her close up that it was who it was. So I thought you would enjoy that. That is. <laughs> it, it is you and me. And I'm just in case anyone's wondering, I am Johnny Depp because it's Johnny Depp from Pirates. And he's filthy tan and he has long hair. Yeah. And Julie is Nance Pelosi. Short hair. Yeah, it was short. Nance Pelosi's shortest hair style. Yeah. That she'd worn. She thought you. She was. She was like, "Don't tell her I said that. She'll be upset, won't she?" And I was like, "What? No. We we literally say that about ourselves. That that looks like me, and that looks like her from far away, and it's in shadow." And she's like, "Okay." Also, Julie. I think Johnny Depp's so pretty in pirates. Obvious. Yeah. He's one of the. Yeah. I mean, also just in general, Johnny Depp is has always been one of the best looking people. Yeah. So, and then in pirates, obviously, he's he's just very so gorgeous, yeah. very pretty. Um. Anyway, thought you would enjoy that. So Anthony. And that's all thanks to Anthony. Yeah. And then Anthony. And and Johnny, because Johnny gave us Johnny Depp. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, Anthony's note says this. Dear Julie and Brandy, I am so sorry for your loss. I hope this can find a home in the den so Pee Wee's always near. XOXO, K-pop, Anthony's Aponia. What was also included in this is a definition of and or a explanation of what the rainbow bridge is. Okay. Okay. Just the side of heaven is a place called Rainbow Bridge. When an animal dies that has been especially close to someone here, the pet goes to Rainbow Bridge. There are meadows and hills for all of our special friends so they can run and play together. There is plenty of food, water, and sunshine, and our friends are warm and comfortable. 
All the animals who had been ill and old are restored to health and vigor. Those who were hurt or maimed are made whole and strong again, just as we remember them in our dreams of days and times gone by. The animals are happy and content except for one small thing. They each miss someone very special to them who had to be left behind. They all run and play together, but the day comes when one suddenly stops and looks into the distance. His bright eyes are intent. His eager body quivers. Oh, Nick. Nick, I see you in the distance, Nick. Oh, I want you so bad. We have to do this so we don't cry. I, I can't I know. not cry. We have a dinner meeting tonight. I can't have the underskin of my eyes dry and flaking and dehydrated. And my, my, under my eyes has gotten, it's just, it gets beat up from crying, you know? I do. Suddenly he begins to run from the group, <laughs> flying over the green grass, his legs carrying him faster and faster. You have been spotted. And when you and your special friend, special friend, finally meet, is that your partner? <laughs> you cling together in joyous reunion, never to be parted again. The happy kisses rain upon your face. Your hands again caress the beloved head. And you look once more into the trusted eyes of your pet, so long gone from your life, but never absent from your heart. Then you cross the rainbow bridge together. Well, that I love, so nice. I know, it's so beautiful. I love this fucking Ugh. little rainbow bridge. Love it. It's Love it. And it's just like my nails, and it's beautiful stained <laughs> glass, and we don't have anything stained glass in here. No, it's so nice. I love it. I love the rainbow bridge. I love all of it. And Russell's going to be there, and Panda's going to be there, and everybody's dogs and cats and Every, whatever's are going to yeah. be there. And Rodeo Candy oh, yeah. can be there, and Regis. Regis, yeah. yeah. And Harry, and Dione's horse. Harry, yep. They're all, are horses are there? Or just yeah, dogs? Yeah, they're, why not? Of course, oh, okay. horses can be there. And Shayna Punham will be there. And yeah. Duchess. Duchess and, and Duke. Duke. <laughs> <laughs> they're all going to be there. Yep. And not for nothing, like, you know how the rainbows is going to sit right here on our, our big drug den table. Okay. Where we do everything. And then um, I can see the picture that Soroya and the little m mice made for us, Ghost and Summer. Mm. And they, they made us a picture with oh, a yeah. rainbow going over your house. Oh, yeah. That says Drug Den. And it says Pee Wee and Mighty and Nacho and Dumpling on the picture. So it's like it's like the rainbow bridge is up there, too. Oh, that's nice. It's cool, right? Listen, and it's rainbow month. Oh, God. <laughs> fuck pride. <laughs> God. Uh -uh. I do, though like really appreciate um olivia mm -hmm. uh, her hard sell on the patreon podcast <laughs> i think yes. she really went for it yeah. there and mm -hmm. i can't like thank you enough olivia yep. i do want to encourage you guys to try out our patreon podcast if you haven't yet you heard what olivia said she she said she we created a vibrant community i mean we didn't do anything with the community they're just all good people that came together and they're just supportive it's really is supposed to be non-toxic, non-triggering. I mean, I'm sure that they do get quite annoying sometimes, um, but <laughs> it's supposed to be a, like a pointless, fun, mm -hmm. hour-long jaunt through nothingness that mm -hmm. there's no structure, there's no planning, there's mm -hmm. no editing. Mm -hmm. And it it's designed to just make, you know, anyone listening and us included – just not think about the real shit going on in your life. Yes. I've been here fucking, you know, other than like Pee Wee and the, the few times we have to like, you know, grieve. 
Uh-huh. Other than that, we're just like pushing away the fact that bad things are happening in our lives. We just don't discuss it. No. We want an hour of just like everybody let's all just forget our troubles and yeah. talk shit about, you know, pubes. celebrities and their peeves. <laughs> yeah. Not- Literally, that's what we did this week on the Patreon. We did celebrity pube predictions. Okay? Which came uh, which came about because we got obsessed with pubes from the horrific orphan doc, The Curious Case of Natalie Grace. That's right. And then we couldn't stop thinking about pubes. Can't stop thinking about pubes. Can't stop, won't stop. If you guys are interested in trying trying out our Patreon, um, you can go to our website, julianbrandy.com. There's also a link in the description of this episode. Once you're on our website, we have our address. You can send us a, uh, your picture for our drug down bulletin board. There's other stuff on the website. There's t-shirts for sale. Um, all kinds of fun <laughs> stuff on the website. Um, mm-hmm. But we will play a little clip t- from the Patreon, the Pube Prediction Patreon, <laughs> to further try and entice you now. Oh, for you, yeah. Um, I like a pube in my porn, though. <laughs> you like a, a full bush in the porn as for the, for the women to have? I would caution anyone that was going to go do laser, though, um any of the younger i mean it's a permanent thing so if you're gonna go bald you know if you're not you want to make sure that either you're happy with it no matter what because we know that like like uh old what's his name that fucking director he wouldn't who the one that dated um serena williams that fucking disgusting pervert ryan brett Brett ratner brett ratner I was thinking like Brett Weinstein. I was like combining him with Harvey Weinstein. Brett Ratner. He wouldn't fuck someone if they didn't have a bush. Like bitches were having to wear full Merkins. Oh, wow. To get near him. And that's what I always thought was weird that that was like out there because oh. I would think like now we know Serena Williams got that full bush. Oh, I, right. I, I can't even look at her without knowing she has a bush now. That is interesting. Like, yeah. I can't even look at her because I'll be like she'll be like I just had a baby and I'm like right out of that bush. I think of her pussy every time. <laughs> well, I think about Her- Howard Stern, who always talks about how he sees his mother's. He he said he literally has seen <laughs> his own mother's, and he says huge bush. <laughs> and I can't even imagine any family member at all. Their pubes. No, no. But I want to do. I mean, I, I that pube right now. Right now, the word pube, I am. Oh, you're only on Natalia. Only. Which I can feel my mom visibly relaxing somewhere because she knows what I'm going to say is (laughs) I've seen Pam's bush 187 million times. Okay. I could draw the bush in a court lineup. All right, now it's time for JoJo and Kiki. Lock the doors, lower the blinds, fire up the smoke machine, and put on your heels. Because I know exactly what we need. JoJo and Kiki. I want to have a Kiki. Lock the doors. JoJo and Kiki. I'm going to let you have it. JoJo and Kiki. I want to have a Kiki. Die, turn, work. JoJo and Kiki. All right, so this is our segment called Jojo and Kiki, where we talk about anything relevant pertaining 
to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And this week, the relevance was an all-time high because on Saturday afternoon, President Joe Biden signed the Fiscal Responsibility Act of 2023 into law. Yep, after months and months and fucking months of the House Republicans holding the budget hostage and threatening to default on all of America's loans, which would essentially, by the way, crash the entire global financial market, JoJo and Kiki and Chuck Schum and Hakeem the Dream stepped in and gathered up the goblins, and they worked and worked and worked until they had that deal all the way together. <laughs> so, in a nutshell, there are two branches of Congress, the Senate and the House of Representatives. The House is responsible for doing the budget each year. The budget is due the first Monday in February. That's how motherfucking long this has been going on, okay? Four motherfucking months, we've been hearing about this and dealing with this. The debt ceiling, the debt ceiling, the debt ceiling, the debt ceiling. Kevin McCarthy taking his fucking pretend, pretentious fake fucking bullshit talking about how he's fighting for the American people and it was it's all been a nothing but a ruse a ruse a ruse a ruse but on Wednesday in a vote of mm. 314 to 117 that's not close it was over wow. 300 no. yes votes Congress finally passed that shit and JoJo signed it into law on Saturday, okay? The deal is done, bitch. The deal is done. And even though Republicans are walking around like Joe Gorga after a round of steroids and some deadlifts, they didn't really get anything they wanted. And this whole thing playing out over all these months was, like you said, nothing but political theater it is one of it is one of the biggest pieces of bullshit i have ever fucking seen i mean honestly i i i there's there's no movie that is as fake as what just happened here what kevin mccarthy just put all of us through what the republicans have put us through joe manchin i include you kristen jisma i include you have to they take okay i'm gonna back up a little bit because they basically pretended to first of all they pretend to care about the deficit they pretend as if any of us should give a flying fuck about it who cares we're gonna pay taxes no matter what we're gonna constantly be in debt if this teaches you nothing else this country is rich because we only have (laughs) debt yeah because we We just charge everything we live like we're (laughs) living on a black amex card This is what this should teach us. We do not have any money. We are like those rich people who say, I don't have any liquid. It's not like I have no, no cash. No, no. It's all on a credit card. All of it. And we borrow and borrow and borrow and borrow, mainly from China. And we then just pay on the payment plan. We pay, yeah, we just do the minimum we payment. We do the minimum payment. Yeah. And we just keep paying, and then they just keep giving us money. But the the rent was due, honey. The rent was and, due. And we were about months and months and months threatening to default. Right. Which we've never done. Ever. Not one po- political party in the history of the country has ever done that. We've always come together and been like, oh, the debt ceiling. And then rather than ever pay it off, all we do is vote to raise the credit limit. Right. That's it. 
That's all we're doing. Just call up, sit on hold, listen to the yeah. music, and yes. then let them run your credit and see if they can raise your limit. And they do because it's America, so they raise the credit. This isn't, it would be like if I called right. my Amex, they'd go, click, hang up, right. don't call back. But I get mine raised. They raise well, mine you, without even, I don't even have to ask. Yeah. Well, you're <laughs> like America, and I'm like a, a shithole third world country. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I have terrible credit. So, Though I have been working on it and I have raised it. So it's gone up a lot. Quite you a bit. You haven't been keeping me in the loop on that. You used to, you used to update me daily. I did? Yes. Oh. You'd be um, like, you'd go on, you'd be like, oh, <laughs> I went up. And you would tell me things were getting paid off. There was a time when I became very obsessed with checking the credit uh, score and checking like all my things. And then in the last couple of months since I've been going somewhat sober, I have not been as obsessive. And we've just been so overwhelmed. And quite busy. Yeah, and also yeah. at this point, I know that I'm coming to the end of like a whole thing in, in the next, in a year. So I'm like, all right, well, I know this shit's going to get paid off, except now I'm going to owe taxes. So I'm going back, going back in debt. No one's speaking helping taxes, me. Speaking of taxes, though, what you said is that we're a country of debt and they and they pretend to care about the deficit. Right. One of the things that they, they, they being the Republicans, one of the things they did with this budget because mm-hmm. it's a budget it's the budget is what the the, the, the right. bill is right and then the debt ceiling has to be raised to accommodate the budget right. and all of our payments that we're on all of right. our credit card payments that right. we have to all the country right right so basically they wanted to this is for the last four months they have wanted to take back all of the funding that the inflation reduction act because Let's not forget, Joe Biden is on the shit, honey. He did the yep. Infrastructure Act. Yep. He did the Inflation Reduction Act. Yep. He did the Chips and Science Act. Yep. He did the fucking, you know, historical gun legislation. Yep. I mean, it goes on. That's already right off the top of my head. And, you know, my shit is drug addled and three <laughs> beers in. It's That's already four bills right there. And if you did COVID relief bill, mm-hmm. it's been nonstop with this guy, the yep. amount of shit he's gotten done. Yeah. But... The most recent one was the was uh, I think it was the Inflation Reduction Act or the end. There's the energy bill. That might have been infrastructure. Right. They gave all this this funding to the IRS. Mm-hmm. And that's when the Republicans were like, oh, they're going to go around with shotguns. And oh, yeah, they're going to give all. Oh, they're going to take all our money. Every this is the Republic. <laughs> here's here's the Republican game. Whether it's the Second Amendment or it's the we're going to give money to we're going to give money to the IRS. You're not going to take all my money. Yeah. Yep. How dare you? <laughs> You're not taking all my money. That'll work hard. I know it's problematic to give it a Southern accent, but I'm sorry. Oh, please. It chat what it chat. Perfect. You're going to take all my money. I'm not going to let you take me and have the RS come down the house and take all my money. So one of the things that they, they didn't get was that the IRS didn't get gutted, which is what they wanted. Mm-hmm. However... Um, 20% of the funding that went to the IRS. Mm-hmm. Um, and listen, we all hate the IRS. Obviously. I mean, but I hate them the more than the day, anyone. But at the end of the day, that is people with jobs. It's like the po- it, it, it's a it's a government agency like the fucking post office. There yes. are they got funding because they needed it because yes. those people are underpaid. They're mm-hmm. working long hours. They're gouging us because they're bitter. And it's like that's right. Now their funding gets pulled and these people are like, great, just like the post office. It's not fucking cool. So 20 percent of the funding did get pulled. But it's like if you care so much about the deficit, why do you fucking tax people? <laughs> well, that was part of the thing of, of with the IRS 
is that so it was $80 billion was supposed to go to the IRS to fund the IRS to get them into the shape where they would be able to collect the taxes from corporations and other places, not just calling me all the time because I'm on the list that is now that they're taking money from me constantly because they don't want to do any new work because they're so overworked. $21.4 billion is what they took away from the IRS. So had they given it to them, it wasn't about them coming to your house with a shotgun. It was about getting it together so it's not like the DMV so you can call and talk to someone, so you can call and get understanding, so you can have people working there. It's literally like Patreon. Like, is there even a number? A fucking (laughs) fuck. I'm sorry. Join the Patreon, but also... Get it together, Patreon. You're making billions of dollars. No number. Get some customer service. You're making millions and millions and millions of dollars a month. Yeah. You can hire a couple people. Okay. Yeah. So is the the IRS like that or is there a number I can call? There's a listen, I'll tell you. There's a number that you can call, but you can never ever. It's like unemployment. It's worse than unemployment. It's it's worse than Oh, you're on hold for twenty thousand hours. You and you never get through. Okay. So then the other problem with the IRS is that now we have I don't know how many predatory companies, Optima Tax Relief, et cetera, et cetera, who are now preying on people who, because there is something called the fresh start uh program where you can get the principal taken off of your tax debt or whatever rather than dealing with the irs directly now you have seventeen thousand different companies who are now taking extra money it's it's talk about predatory lending it's right and this is could all be warren was regulating all that but trump took it fucking away uh, right so the irs thing is ridiculous they're acting like they did something amazing they're acting like now the irs isn't going to come to your house meanwhile what no one seems to understand is that they are going not coming to your house with a shotgun but they're going to come at people like us they're coming they're not going to go to corporations they don't have the money Well, that was the one the deal is this oh. they were they got um, like 80, 80 billion in funding. Yes. And so they only took away 20. Right. So that's only like whatever percent of that. So that's good. That's a thing that the Republicans are walking around jerking themselves off. But yes. it's like you didn't get to gut the IRS nope. like you wanted. That's right. And basically the Democrats in the budget got every single thing they wanted, <laughs> mm-hmm. every single thing. Mm-hmm. And the Republicans didn't get anything they wanted. But the one major thing, which is why AOC has her fucking tampon in a bunch. Yes. And Bernie's got his dick up his own ass. Uh-huh. Is that we 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 wanted and need to be taxing these corporations and the and the richest Americans. We need to be taxing all of these people. We desperately, desperately need those funds. And we need it for the budget. Mm-hmm. And that's the irony of Republicans that, you know, the hypocrites of the world who want to act like they're fucking budget hawks and deficit hawks and all this shit. And it's like the only way that you can worry about paying back debt or getting the deficit down is by having like revenue coming in. And the only way we're going to get more revenue coming in is by taxing the richest corporations, the biggest corporations and all of the richest people we have. The richest people in the world are in fucking America. They don't pay any money in fucking taxes. We all pay more than they do. And it's, completely bananas that was so that's the one thing that we didn't get that's not there no the republicans managed to they think they're gonna pay make up the difference in the for the deficit by making people on this is one of their sticking points they wanted people on food stamps Mm -hmm. to get up and work so now again 
the window they wanted everyone um they wanted people all the way up to 70 years old um on food stamps to to have to have a job as well right so again democrats got that down yes. to only fit the age 50 to 54 right so that's just a and still democrats still have the right to be like if somebody says they they had workers comp or they're injured could they can say you don't need to work but i just have to say on that point like oh that's where you're going to make up your revenue from the people on food stamps by making them go down and work whatever job that they probably have to walk to or take the bus to and now they have to find childcare or whatever and i'm just like this one, that's not going to be enough revenue. Yeah, so you might as well go right. find fucking Jeff Bezos and fucking Elon Musk and all of them and Apple who doesn't pay shit to fucking California. Just I can't. So I just think it's the irony and I don't even it's not even ironic. I don't even know what it is. I just know that what they think they're doing is um, hurting um, people of color. That's who they think they're hurting with mm-hmm. this food stamp rule. Like they're not going to sit around and have babies and get welfare. They need to work. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they don't know is that it's um, or what I guess what the people in the middle of the country don't realize is it's you, bitch. It's you sitting <laughs> at home on your opioids yep. in your fucking trailer. It's you that's going to have to go. I know that's no one listening here, but it's. It's all of the white people in the middle of the country addicted to opioids who this is going to affect. And you know who they're going to blame? Biden. Biden. That's right. They're going to be like, these fucking Democrats making me work. And yep. it's like, no, it's the Republicans who are fucking making you work. Yeah. That's why this is a toxic hamster wheel, because there's no getting through to anyone. Right. There's no getting through to anyone. And whether it's and, I, and, and you know, obviously, uh, we think that the fucking MAGA Republican train is most egregious on the planet but also that's the you never get through to aoc either we don't get never. through to bernie sanders we don't get through it's like he didn't fucking vote for the debt ceiling to be raised he didn't vote for it he Neither voted no he is such a fucking obstinate <laughs> asshole and i'm sorry but bernie sanders is a fucking asshole and he's done great things. And, I'm, you know, it's like talking about, like, your family member where you're like, you're such a fucking dick. Yeah. What is the matter with you? Yeah. He won't fucking compromise on <sighs> something that is uh, uh, that is going to happen anyway, which is, I guess, why he won't compromise. Because he can go ahead and think he's doing something that he isn't doing either. Here's, to, what, here's what Lawrence O'Donnell said in my mouth. Okay. Because I was really annoyed at AOC. Um, now, mm-hmm. AOC is different because she's in the House. The House has fucking 500 people in it. Yeah. Bernie Sanders is one of 50. Right. You know, and in the Senate is a lot more crucial. And and I think we, if you don't know, um, if you haven't been, if you're not one of our original 14 listeners or you don't listen all the time, um, here's a little tidbit that's important to know about Bernie Sanders. He has never voted yes on anything. <laughs> so, like, literally there's a there's a statistic like, when it comes to like any de- any any bill that has a trade deal in it, he's voted no on every single one since he's been there, and he's been there since 1872. So, <laughs> like to have that kind of record, it's like. But Lawrence O'Donnell said that that, and if we know this. We know this instinctively. It's like if they know it's going to pass, and it passed uh, three three fourteen to one seventeen, um, and it's. The same with the with the far right Republicans, because these are extreme left mm-hmm. left wingers. Mm-hmm. 
they all did these votes in order to posture to their own base. Yes. In order to posture to all their groups and lobbying groups and the people that pay them. And Lawrence O'Donnell didn't talk about the lobbying groups, but they're all being paid by their lobbying groups. They yep. all want money. AOC is in people's pockets. They're all in people's pockets. I mean, that's the name of the game. This is politics. And this is part of how they get paid and how right. they get elected. Right. So it, you can't sit in and uh, we shouldn't any of us sit on a high horse and be like they're in the you know whoever's pocket it's like okay well they all are in someone's pocket so right. you'd rather not be in the gun lobby right maybe you'd rather be in the fucking you know vegan lobby yeah <laughs> right caring for animals right. lobby, right. whatever the fuck right. so but th they all knew it was going to pass so they did this in order to walk around again like joe gorga who just did the fresh round <laughs> You know, of the roids of the HGH and, you know, did some fucking squats. And now they're acting hard to their base. And that is how they were acting. Right. Of course. And yeah. And they're out there being like the student loan debt. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I know. I am. I'm. That's the one thing I just don't feel bad about. I don't. It sucks. Debt is horrible. All of that stuff. And. And I think what's gross about it is that student loan debt had been um, stopped or the or the payment had been deferred or whatever. It's what's horrendous is that the Republicans just blatantly ripped. It's like it's like being told, like, you don't need to pay that right away or you don't need to pay that. And then within 24 hours or in a second, somebody comes to the door and says, no, 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 no. Yeah. Now you do have to pay. Now that I think is gross. Well, they are. The Democrats are acting like that the the time was up on it anyway they wanted oh, to right. so they had mm -hmm. been you know bandying about getting rid of it completely but but they they think everybody who had student loans that were deferred knew that the deadline was coming up anyways that's what and that that's what everyone's saying like on the news and whatever mm. but i do want to say in regards to aoc and bernie sanders like that's fine you want to pander and all that stuff but what happens is, is it makes Joe Biden look bad. Right. And that's what it's doing. Right. It's undermining the work that Joe Biden's doing. It's vilifying mm -hmm. Joe Biden. And it's also undermining the work that Chuck Schumer and Hakeem Jeffries did. Hakeem Jeffries had to get that entire house together, the middle people, the centrists. Like, the only way anything can ever get done it, uh, that's not going to be along party lines. You have to get centrist. And that's what we want to try and do. That means you're not going to get everything you want. Yeah. And compromise, compromise, compromise. And it sucks. None of us want to do that. We don't want to do it in 2023. But I feel like at this point, it isn't worth undermining the entire Democratic Party, which right now is Biden. It all is lands on Biden. And when and even with the Republicans, they're undermining, too. Mm -hmm. They're and they're but they are falling apart anyway because they don't have a leader. Right. But so that's to be expected. But we have the president sitting there and they're, they're right. acting like this and behaving like this is is undermining him and yes. the work that he's done and the work that this is. Yep. And the fact that we raise the debt ceiling all the time, like you said, yes. we're living in debt, our credit card limits getting raised. Well, in this deal, we ain't got no credit card limit for two years. The the there is no limit on the budget. Right. So. It doesn't matter where there is no defaulting because right. there ain't no limit. Right. So then in October, when it comes up again, October is the beginning of the fiscal year. So this whole fucking thing would be to start over again in October <laughs> with the fucking appropriations bill because mm -hmm. appropriations is the budget. Right. So there's all these ins and outs and what have you's, but 
it was going to come up again in October and it was going to come up again in February, but now we have no credit card limit until 2025 that puts us all the way past the presidential election. So we essentially took away from them their tool to fucking run around fucking talking about the budget and the deficit right. and the debt. Good point. Because it's done now. Right. During the election, I mean. Now and, they'll talk yeah, about no. inflation and they'll talk about right. the right. But the deficit and the debt and the Democrats and the overspending and the blah da 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 they don't have that now because there's not going to be any conversations about it. Right. And AOC and Bernie and whoever else could have gotten on board and they can go on the shows and be like, well, we didn't get we I would have liked this. I would have liked that. But it was important to vote for it. So that exactly maybe even that reason. But no, 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 it's it's just the constant fucking undermining. And that is the another thing that I'm so fucking sick of. Yeah. Like. There's a way to be supportive and a way to keep people interested and keep people in the Democratic Party and be united and still you can have dissent. You can have question. You can have you have people questioning. You just don't walk around like the that Joe Biden's evil or did something bad or is against you. Yeah. Because when they talk about it, they talk about it like something happened against them. Yeah. And against us. Yeah. And the, against the American people. And when I it's don't all, think it's yeah. all for the American people. Right. We were going to go into default and there's only one person who is going to get the blame for that. Right. And that's right. That? It's Joe Biden. Right. right. Now that's the entire Democratic Party. That's the entire next election. Right. That's the entire fucking world is all gone to shit because of Joe Biden. Right. All because he's going to sit there and be like, well, AOC really wants this student <laughs> debt in there. <laughs> right. And yeah. And but at the same time. It's Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans right. who really would have destroyed it, but that they now get to walk around that they did something. That's where I'm. But they I did want do something essentially. My fucking. They did do mind. something. The ones that voted for it did do something, and they did not get a lot of what they wanted. It's their extreme right and our extreme left that really need to sit the fuck down for a little while. <laughs> They're both fucking annoying. They're both getting on our nerves. Nerves. The, the middle people who came together. And I'm not saying they're annoying. Joe Manchin's Democrat. He's fucking annoying as fuck. I can't fucking look at him. Ugh. I can't fucking look at his witch nose. No. I can't look at him getting his oil pipeline and <sighs> no. polluting Virginia. the world. Yep. But it's like, you know, they did all come together. They did get it going. And it we got the most in, in terms of taxing the rich. And that's something I want more than anything. Yeah. I don't get benefit. We don't get benefited from anything, anything. with kids. Not anything. Any tax break. Nothing. All I want to see is rich people pay their fair fucking yep. share. That's yep. all I want to see. That's uh, we it. pay so much. We go, we lose our entire savings every year. Yep. So really quick, what's in the budget is basically... They didn't get to to gut the IRS. We raised the debt ceiling for two years past the presidential election, which is great. It's this is going to be really, really, really crucial for like for this next election cycle. It just and Joe for Joe Biden and the Democrats. Um, and they they lie anyway. It's, it wouldn't even matter. I've heard them blatantly lie on like uh, blatantly lie to Chuck Todd. Oh my God, did you know Chuck Todd? Yeah. Wow. Yes. Mm -hmm. man r.i.p vagina face r.i.p merkin like i don't know where is he going i don't know i don't know and who's replacing him Kristen welker mm -hmm. um there's a one percent cap <laughs> on non-defense spending increases for 2025 so the one thing that the republicans had such a fucking hard on for of course was the defense budget mm -hmm. they always want that military complex honey they want all the well the, apparently the all the time during trump you might remember the military is falling apart it is the it's a laughing stock of the world. Apparently, whenever 
Republicans talk about the defense or the military, the military is always falling apart. But then when Republicans are in power, the military is amazing. Yeah. It's the most powerful military in the world. We're the best. We're the brightest. Like, and yet it's always falling apart. Yeah. It's so weird. Because it needs all the money for the shrimp cocktails and the stand-up desks and the, That's right. you know, the step machines in everyone's offices at the <sighs> Pentagon. So they put a cap on all non-defense spending mm -hmm. um, for 2025. But the, of course, they, they did not get the military budget that they wanted. They didn't. Right. So I just feel like they're going to walk around and act like whatever, but they didn't get the shit. It's all in writing. And they mm -hmm. did. They just didn't. And it, it and it, it's like they started up here. We started down here. And then though it did go to the middle, it more favored our shit. Yes. No, Biden and the Democrats definitely stomped on their parade. Yeah. They rained on their parade. Yeah, they did. But what pisses me off is Kevin McCarthy now walking around talking, thinking that he was the one who stomped on Biden. And Biden I goes, I, I, that's my perception. I don't like it. I don't like to see Biden have to pander to them. I don't yeah. like him saying, we did this. They are, they did this in good faith. They don't do fucking anything in good faith. I don't want to hear that. I know that's a lie. And I know he has to do that so that we can come together and he's being the bigger person and he's acting like an actual president. But I am so repulsed. Well, I just want to say about Kevin McCarthy, I obviously don't like him. I do like that he has a thick head of hair. When he was sitting <laughs> with Biden, Biden's body language, like, you don't even have to be a body language expert. His leg was crossed away from Kevin McCarthy. He was leaning all the way over the chair. Like, Kevin McCarthy's over here. He's like this. I'm like, God, his body language. Could he get any farther away from him? Do you think he'd be smelled? No. Oh. I just think he, he was... He just hates he him. He was pretending... Yeah, but he was... he. He doesn't mm -hmm. like him. Yeah. Um, but I think the thing that you're sensing from nobody wants to see Biden having to pander, but, but the motherfucker's used to it. Okay. I know. He's a, he's know. a lifelong Senate Democrat. Know. Mm -hmm. He knows how to do it. He does. He's, he's politicking in his sleep. Yes. This is no skin off his back. No. He went and had some fucking lobster and yes. toasted himself with his beautiful wife. Yeah. I think what the vibe, the smug arrogance that you're getting from Kevin McCarthy is that. When that whole fucking bullshit went down with the speaker vote, remember where yes. it was vote after humiliating yes. vote after yes. humiliating vote. Yes. And he, I mean, never has anyone been so <laughs> humiliated yeah. in any scenario in politics like that uh -huh. motherfucker. Mm -hmm. And he sat there and did vote after vote while all of his friends turned on him and they talked shit about him out, you know, in speeches like he's not right. We need to clean, drain the swamp. This mm -hmm. is all in Republican mm -hmm. cronies. And one of the things that they insisted be in, in the rule was that one single person, all it took is one single yes. Republican, could nominate Kevin McCarthy to be like impeached as speaker. Mm -hmm. And then they would hold a right then a new speaker vote and everybody could just decide, oh, we want Jim Jordan as our new speaker of the House. So he's been going for the last four months with the veiled threat of don't fuck this up or we're going to vote you out. And it only takes one person who's mad that you didn't put their thing in, in your bill. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay, I'm going to nominate you for and so that you're ousted as speaker. And not one single one of them did it. Oh, so that's what he's cock block, co yes. cocking around? Yeah. I he's, like, he's like cock walking he's like, around. Oh, you're going to vote me out? You didn't vote me out? Mm. Who's going to vote me out? Who's going to nominate? Right. Who's, who's going to do it? Who's going to nominate me, boo? Yeah. Who's going to check me out, boo? Yeah. Who's going to check me, boo?
Now it's time for So There's That. All right, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the diarrhea toilet Republicans and the ignorant Facebook Fox News army that follows them. She hates doing it because it's damn near impossible to find an uplifting story to end the show on a positive note when half of the country are mind-controlled members of a morally bankrupt right-wing cult and the rest of us are whiny, entitled virtue signalers who are too busy keyboard fighting with our own side to win the motherfucking war. But the Democrats passed the debt ceiling bill, and it seems like maybe they are finally learning how to beat the shitbag Republicans at their <laughs> own game. So maybe there's something in the air. Is there, Mimau? Yeah, maybe. There might be, yeah. Well, I'm going to... Um... I hope this isn't triggering for people, but there is something in the air and it's called <laughs> Chick-fil-A. Okay. Now we here at dumb gay politics love Chick-fil-A. Love is a strong word, but as fast food goes, the shit is good. Now this may shock you seeing as though Chick-fil-A is a direct enemy of the LGBTQs of it all. And, or, or are they still is the question. So many, many gay questions when it comes to Chick-fil-A. But regardless of their Christian politics, whatever they're doing to the chicken is <laughs> not only horrendously wrong, but it's clearly working, okay? And then they obviously mass murder the chickens. They certainly don't seem to be as bad as KFC or other torture franchises. Like, when you bite into KFC, you literally hear, like, chicken screams, okay? And maybe it's all a lie and a ruse, but the goddamn shit is good, okay? And it tastes clean and you could swear, if they told me it was organic I'd believe them. Mm -hmm. Now next to Howlin' Ray's, which is barely next to the place we went to in Nashville, which has the best fucking fried hot chicken on the planet Chick-fil-A is fucking good, okay? But they come with a high gay price and are very very, very problematic. If you show up or talk about Chick-fil-A to many gay people, you'll get canceled, you'll get shunned, you'll get shamed, you'll get finger wagged. At which point, I like to take a deep bite of the original chicken sandwich and go, <clears throat> go fuck yourself, go post more selfies, you thirst bucket narcissistic twat. Now, this is not without some compassion and self-awareness for the shittiness that I'm indulging in. I'm fully aware of not only the murder torture, but of the abject grotesque belief system, hypocritical Christian values that the franchise was built on. And unfortunately, the actual donations of actual money that the company made against actual gay marriage and against actual LGBTQ concerns and rights across the board in this country. A quick Chick-fil-A timeline, if you will. Chick-fil-A was founded by a man named S. Truett Cathay, a very religious man who wanted his murder chicken house to reflect Christian values. You'd think at the point he would have a vegetarian place, but no, no, he decided to pick and choose his religiosity by having the stores close on Sunday so his workers could worship if they so please. Anyone who isn't Christian knows Sunday is not a day for them, so right there he's already being annoying and exclusive. But he didn't care. He loved being exclusive. The shit is for Christians and Christians only, baby. And that is a core fundamentalist Christian value if I've ever heard one. The company also stated that its purpose is to, quote, glorify God by being a faithful steward of all that is entrusted to us. 
They then went and aligned themselves with conservative groups that oppose same-sex marriage. They then went and gave those groups lots and lots of money. In 2012, the son, David, I think his name is, became the, or was the company's president and chief operating officer. And he said, as it relates to society in general, I think we are inviting God's judgment on our nation when we shake our fist at him and say we know better than you as to what constitutes a marriage. They revealed a ton of shit, money being given, food being donated to conservative groups, fighting against same-sex marriage specifically, and gay groups. So then gay groups started to follow and expose them and really try and hurt their bottom line. Now there's a whole timeline of gross shit. So much shit I didn't even know. It bears noting, however, and I don't know if this is full circle or what, but since we've been watching the Duggar doc. Yes. Okay. In the last few days. Yes. It's called Shiny Happy People. Get into it. Um, it is important to know that Mike Huckabee, the former governor of Arkansas and father of Sarah Huckabee Sanders, declared August 1st, 2012, Chick-fil-A Appreciation Day because he wanted everyone to know how much he hated gay people, too. It has to do with them because it's in Arkansas and he wrote whatever. So, I mean, we can understand why gays don't want any part of Christ filet. But time soldiered on. We got same-sex marriage, sort of. And now, of course, I'm sure it'll be taken away like all of our other rights. But Chick-fil-A then sort of died down. Then in 2019, they started to make charitable donations again, this time to the Salvation Army and an organization called the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, BARF. Being shamed again, they've since stopped giving donations to anyone, allegedly, at least publicly. However, what they did do is pretty interesting and why we're here. In 2020, after George Floyd was murdered in front of our eyes by three living shit monsters, who I hope are being tortured and raped every day in prison, Chick-fil-A had a quiet, under-the-radar corporate diversity program started. And because of George Floyd, they started to strengthen it. In an internal report, Chick-fil-A said that in 2020, the commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts took on special significance for us as we proactively pursued new ways to work against racism, systemic or subtle, throughout the communities we serve. Huh. The report, which does not explicitly refer to the social justice protests from that year, said that the company held dozens of listening sessions to better understand and address racial injustice. Okay, that's nice. That's pretty good. Now, I don't know where the trolls have been since 2020. I guess their eye of Sauron has been elsewhere and they're late to the Chick-fil-A party. But this week, the shit is stirring. The social media trolls caught wind to the fact that Chick-fil-A not only has now a diversity and inclusion and equity program. They hired a new vice president of such program and his name is Eric McReynolds and he's black. And I'm not unsure that he's gay. That I don't know. But the picture. He look, you look gay. You're going to be gay. I mean, okay, I think. Eric. I think. I think. So. Well, we know that they have gay gay people working at the one. In, of course. Oh, Hollywood. here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So all the shit fucking went crazy. And of course, this, you know, we've had this whole wave of Bud Light and Target, whatever. And as we know, the, the white waves of hate have been yelling about woke companies and woke this and woke that. Even our best friend Megan McCain is misusing and gaslighting us with the word woke. But Bud Light is woke. Target is woke. Colleges are woke. They're pretending the word woke is negative and it's against them and evil and bad for humanity. 
I won't let my kids eat woke food. Woke, 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 woke. The woke whipping bag bandwagon is so large and so intense on Twitter right now. It's a landfill of indoctrinated assholes, which I guess could be half the country now. I don't know. But the Chick-fil-A takedown has begun by their own side. By their own side. Okay? There's this one guy on Twitter who's so fucking gross. I'm not even going to say his name. He has 187,000 followers. He's a political strategist. He said, this is bad, very bad. I don't want to have a boycott. Are we going to have to have a boycott about Chick-fil-A? He then tweeted, it's only a matter of time until they start putting tranny semen in the frosted lemonade at this point. What? Yeah. Okay. It's getting so gross. This is what it comes to, people. This is what it has fucking come I to. I didn't know they had frosted lemonade. <laughs> I didn't either. I thought they just had regular lemonade. Well, maybe we need to go for, try huh. it. Basically, what they are surmising is that the um, MAGA trolls, or whatever you call it, went to Chick-fil-A's website where you can clearly see their new mission, and it says, committed to being better at together. Chick-fil-A's corporate purpose is to glorify God by being a faithful steward of all that is entrusted to us, but they've added this to have a positive influence on all who come into contact with Chick-fil-A. So now we got an all-out conservative freak out about Chick-fil-A and they're now accused of being woke by their own Christians and are being put on blast for having a diversity and inclusion vice president and program and they're now being put into a pile of woke companies and that the deplorable loser Republicans are trying to boycott. We could not have written this in a movie. This makes me happier than pride, honestly. I'm not saying that Chick-fil-A has entirely changed its spots. I don't really think it has. But I do think including diversity and inclusion and trying to find some middle ground when it comes to racial injustice, even in your hiring practices, is something. I mean, we're dealing with people who are in a cult, basically, and I'm sure horrifically sexist, clearly homophobic, transphobic, who are going against, and again, their own fucking people. For me personally, if I'm going to eat fast food or food that isn't organic or humanely handled, then I'm already being a hypocrite. And even though I care where the money goes, it's already blood money. And we should all be ashamed of ourselves for even fucking going there. I'm not going to exalt myself by saying I'm not going to eat there because gay stuff. Just no. We shouldn't be eating there anyway. And we're assholes for that. And even bigger assholes for acting like we have integrity or a conscience because the money's being do donated to even bigger loser fuckface incel twats. We forfeited that the second we step into any of these places. For this place uh, particularly, I don't care because now I am loving what's happening to them. Gays should take back Chick-fil-A entirely. We need to post pics of butt-fucking with Chick-fil-A, making out with Chick-fil-A, put right. rainbow flags all over Chick-fil-A, watch the Christian right melt down like a bunch of sad, pathetic candles. And I while we're at it, let's take back Woke. Let's take back Woke. I want to put Woke in my bio, on my yeah. Twitter profile. Seriously. Like, woke. Wo awake. Woke. woke. Woken. All the way woke. Living oh, yes. for woke. Yes, living for woke. Woke and walking. Walking yeah. and woke. Oh, just woke up. Woke up working from my woke. nap. Woke and working. Just woke is not an insult. No, it isn't it's bad. No. It's like, okay, yes, do we have some insufferable fucking assholes on our side? We do. But that doesn't mean that woke is bad. It isn't. No. And I'm here for Chick-fil-A's diversity and inclusion program. I pray for you, Eric McReynolds, and I pray that you can make a difference in your shitty but delicious torture Christian company. Watching the blowback and the creation, if you will, of self-made drama and the takedown of their own is nothing short of a biblical miracle. Their mission is happening. We are better together. And it is having a positive impact. So there's that.
So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening to our stupid podcast. We love and appreciate all 14 of you so much. If you're new here and you like us, but you'd rather not hear about politics, please consider checking out our Patreon podcast. Our Patreon podcasts are completely different than this one. We do two a week, every week. They're both an hour. There's no politics, no ads, no structure, no rules. It's just supposed to be stress-free, mindless fun. That's right. And you can subscribe for only a dollar. You get one podcast a week for $1 and two podcasts a week for $2. And when you sign up, you will immediately get access to hundreds of hours of timeless back podcasts. There's a list pinned to the top of the feed of all of our most popular episodes. But a lot of people like to start at our very first Patreon episode from back in 2017 and listen all the way up to now. Well, that's the only way you're going to get any of your questions answered. There's right. many, many burning questions. There, everything can get very meta on top of meta. When we did the Pew predictions, <laughs> I was just like throwing out Johnny's name. And mm-hmm. then I realized, oh, I should say his last name just for anyone new. Right. You know, it's like we just always it's it's always good to start at the beginning. Plus, it just gives you, you know, so much more content for your money. Yeah. There's tons, tons there. Um, and, you know. And it's evergreen. It's not time specific. It doesn't matter when you listen to it. No. And, and except for the ones that are in the pandemic. Right. Which, by the way, are fun to listen to now. Mm-hmm. It's like very like ha ha to hear people right in the middle of a pandemic losing their goddamn minds. That's true. And so if you want that, there's a link to a free episode in the description below this podcast. Or you can go to our website, julianbrandy.com. There's a button on every page that says click to listen to our free Patreon episode. Or you can just Google Julian Brandy Patreon and it's right there. It comes right up. Super easy to find. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And Jojo Biden, baby. Listen. How'd you do I? See you've met my faithful hand in hand. He's just a little broad dying because when you knocked... He thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day. But by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual. Transylvania <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme Maybe play you a sign You look like you're both pretty groovy Or if you want something visual That's not too abysmal We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie I'm glad we caught you at home Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat world. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Night <laughs>
Or maybe a bite. bite. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. A sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. <laughs> <laughs> 